Insta Bible Cast, June 12th, 2020 AD. If you haven't yet, please subscribe in all our channels. You can hit like on our Facebook page. Follow us on Periscope and subscribe on iTunes. Leave a rating and a review. It will help us out tremendously. And of course, visit us on the uh, visit us on InstaBibleApp.com, InstaBibleApp.com, and you could uh, get the InstaBible app via the Apple App Store. Today, the verse of the day comes from Psalms: "The heavens declare the glory of God; the skies proclaim the work of His hands." Uh, every day, it will uh, uh, um, will will. Work of his hands, and each day it will pour speech. It will like every night will reveal knowledge, and that's Alms nineteen one through two. Today we have our regular guests on the Insta Bible Cast. Every week we have guests, but sometimes we have the the regulars, which I think is a good thing and, and, and a very good healthy thing. We got Eric Ryan Olson from JMTD Biz. Ryan, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome, brother Santiago, and everybody out there, especially all my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Which is also a Psalms, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> well. What a week we've had! Well, actually, what a what a month, what a period we have. Obviously, you know, a, a, a lot going on with the pandemic uh, these past two, three months. Uh, of course, uh, with issues with rioting and protesting these past, you know, uh, with respects uh, to Mr. Floyd, George Floyd. Uh, Eric, how have you been these past couple of weeks? Um, have you been out of the pandemic? Are you guys in regular mode, or are you still in the fringes? You know, well, out here in the Boise, Idaho area, you know that we never got hit really hard out here in Idaho. It's it's uh, this area, you know, it's uh, medium population. I guess the whole Treasure Valley area would be maybe 600,000 or so. Um, it's a growing area, nice area. But, I mean, right now we're like the total number of cases over this whole thing in the state of Idaho is still under 4,000, you know, and that's uh, – so there's some areas where that was like a weekend for some cities, you know, like, and so. Or a day. Um, or even a day. Yeah, you're right. And so, you know, our, our uh, state still took precautions. Now, people in Idaho are pretty independent and, um, you know, they're a lot about liberty. So you, you, you get a pretty good mixture of people out here across the spectrum as far as how they approach um, different issues, including this one. And. So some people are still, you know, electing of their own accord to wear masks. I mean, I think Costco is, is still, you know, there's uh, stores like Costco and a few others are still requiring people wear masks into their store. But most stores aren't. And I would say, in my estimation, 90% of the people out aren't wearing masks. Um, I went back and forth about it. I know, you know, my uh, some of my family members, uh uh, are pretty concerned about the virus, um, and so out of respect for them, I, I sometimes I, I do wear a mask. But then other times, I'm like, on, my honest deep conviction is, 
you know, the data changes. And I, I think being outside, fresh air, uh, getting, you know, a good uh, sunlight and having a high immune system does just as much, if not more, to help you, uh, you know, defeat the virus or, or, or not have it. And so and just using proper social distancing. But, yeah, we, we are slowly, we're still um, there. I think in they just this past weekend entered the last phase of reopening. But, like, we have kids, of course. And so, like, the YMCA is reopened, but they're still not letting kids in. Our church has reopened, but they're still not allowing kids in. So nothing really our life is still kind of in the uh you know at home mode with our family which could which could also be a good thing you know to spend more time with your loved ones and uh and maybe get to know some things that you didn't know before or learning some new things you know how to fix certain things in the house or how to fix a doorknob (laughs) or maybe a toilet you're right that's absolutely absolutely right there's a verse in uh you know there's a small book in the new testament uh philomen it's one of these um you know these one of these uh one chapter books you know and so there's a verse that says make the most of all opportunities right and so attitude is everything and if we take every situation to the lord he can teach us through every situation not only a new uh, if we need to fix something or or have to learn something new on an intellectual or a skill level, but also a, uh, spiritual revelations from God in all things, you know. So, amen. Just, uh, amen, brother. It's, amen. It's and and of course, I've been hearing a lot of testimonies these past couple of weeks and months about new revelation. Uh, definitely a, a lot of um, trust in the God more. A lot of people turn their faith. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll get started. I'm going to pray and yes, wait till the end. We'll be praying for the sick, any need out there. So, uh, please, uh, stay tuned and we'll pray. And Eric Olson will take this ship to, uh, to deeper waters. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for today. Lord, we thank you for your mercy and your grace in this moment. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power that you still save. You still heal. In Jesus' name, and whoever's watching this podcast or whoever's listening or whoever's watching, Lord, be touched. Holy Spirit, move through Eric. Use them. And I pray that lives will be changed. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo, glory. Well, I'm so glad that you're, you're listening right now, and it's my honor to share what's on my heart with you. And as a invited me to, uh, as I'm I'm honored to be a podcast. I prayed about it, and what uh, the verse that came to my heart, the phrase, is um, is a beautiful verse. And uh, of course, there's uh, any, every time in the Bible where something is repeated, there, there's you know the with Moses, and it's this this phrase is repeated throughout Scripture. It says, "Let everything be established." with two or three witnesses, right? At least two or three witnesses. That's in the Old and New Testament. And so that that goes for um, not just a matter in social issues, if, you know, so if there's two or three witnesses to something, you can't really establish an allegation or evidence of just eyewitness unless there's, uh, if there's only one witness. And so that principle applies to Scripture itself. If, um, if there's a phrase is repeated, because God, of course, 
uh, inspired the word, the Holy Spirit, and so everything in Scripture is inspired by the Spirit of God. So the more there's a phrase written in different places in Scripture, the more witnesses there are, and, and God is establishing a great and great uh, a greater authority to it. So there is this great phrase that I feel is very relevant um, to what is going on in our society in America right now, and. I'm going to give you two witnesses um, in Proverbs here. And it's uh, if you have your Bible, you can go to it. If you don't, you just, you just can listen and I'll read it. But uh, it's here in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. And it says this. It says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. And just to read you, um, give you the same exact phrase is just another two chapters ahead in Proverbs 16:25. It says the exact same thing. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. So the title, uh, I want to ask you personally, where, what is the end of the matter? Where, and so we see these movements going on in society today, and we see it being trendy to get on board, to get on the bandwagon and go in the direction of these, these protest movements. And we see, as followers of Christ, we, 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 get, we are against injustice, but God sees the truth. What, what is God is what justice is. And when we take justice into our own hands, we can easily go, start going in the wrong direction, and it may feel right, and we want to bring justice. But the question is, where, what, what is the end of that direction? Does it lead over a cliff? Does it lead to death? As it says in these, these chapters, these verses here, Proverbs fourteen twelve, and again repeated in Proverbs sixteen twenty five. In the end, right, there's a way that seems right to man, to man's point of view, right? God, God looks at the heart. Man looks at the, the God, Jesus, the, the, the Lord spoke to, to, to us, the prophet Samuel, right, when he was going to anoint the next king of, England, of Israel in, in uh, Psalm 16. <clears throat> Do not look on the outward appearance. Don't look at his height or his stature, for man looks on the outward appearance, but God sees the heart. So a lot of times we are blinded. We see the, we see the injustice in society, and we, we, we have a sense of what we want to bring justice. Well, if we don't go to God and seek him and ask him to bring justice, then we can, we can follow a path or a group that might seem right and might seem popular, but if God's spirit is not leading, it will inevitably lead to death. And I like the, the Hebrew word there. If you look into the, the original language, the Hebrew word, because different translations, I'm, that, I'm reading this out of the 1984 NIV. So some translations um, may say in the end it leads to destruction, and um, there may be there's different renderings. But the word for in the, the end, right, the end in the Hebrew, the word is akarith, right, or akarith, I'm, I'm I might not be pronouncing it perfectly uh, correct Hebrew in Hebrew, but the word is akaris. You can you can look it up um, for yourself. And again, akaris simply means the end of a matter. What is the end? And so some we can look at in little personal matters, right? So wisdom thinks about the end, right? 
um, wisdom thinks uh, about the big picture. Wisdom uh, looks up to God. As as Santiago read the uh, the beautiful opening, uh, the Insta Bible verse uh, for today, those opening words in Psalm 19, right? You know, the heavens declare the glory, the glory of God, right? They, they, they look when you look to look at the heavens, right? When you look up in the skies, right? Day after day, they send forth their message. When we look up, it makes us look to God. But a lot of times we don't look up and listen to what the heavens are saying, right? And look and consider God. Ask God for wisdom. We look at what is going around us. We want to be accepted by the tribe. We want, we feel our, we've, been, we've been socially distancing. We feel isolated. We want to get involved with something. Our lives feel meaningless. So, we're going to burn it all down, and we're going to build something better. Be careful. Be careful. You might just be joining the, something that's leading to destruction. And so where I, um, my wife and I have prayed about some of the things th- that have went on, some of the police brutality, um, and we've just felt the Lord saying, um, exalt me, exalt Christ, you know, we- let your hearts be troubled. And we're, we want to think about before we commit our, ourselves to something, where will this lead? What is the end of it going to lead to? And a lot of times uh, right now people like don't see where the end is going. They're just getting involved. And we see how these protests seemingly got hijacked or have been turned into riots so quickly and some people who were protesting then were looting. And what happens if it was a pure movement? The, the, they should have shut the rioting down. But it very quickly devolved into something that's, it's, that doesn't have a good end. And you saw, if you've seen the breaking news, what's going on in Seattle, there's been a whole six blocks of downtown Seattle that have been hijacked right now. Where's the end of this movement, right? It, it, it's 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 not a good place, and a lot of the, if you study uh, history, a lot of these antichrist movements that sprung up in different countries that killed millions of people, persecuted Christians horribly, shut down freedom of speech and freedom of religion. <clears throat> they started with these movements that peep that said they were going to bring justice, and they were communist movements. We're going to bring justice for the people. And then they brought tyranny, absolute tyranny. And because they were allowed to go on, and some of the people that started them and people that got on the bad wagon were some of the first victims. And they, they, they would use, they would have these uh, fantasies. It seems right, we're going to bring justice in our own power. And it was, a, it was a, a utopian, man-made salvation that only brought death and destruction in the end. But people didn't they didn't look to God. If they would have, God would have got them out of it. He would have gave them wisdom. But they they went with what seemed right in the moment. And they would use this phrase. And if you hear people showing this phrase, and I'm seeing it, the end justifies the mean, right? The means, right? I don't know if you've heard that. It's a phrase that a lot of these communist dictators. So what that means, it's absolutely antichrist in its spirit. Again, the, the term the end. So their end in their mind, they're saying, well, the end is going to be this utopia. So it justifies whatever we have to do to achieve it. We'll lie, we'll steal, we'll cheat, we'll burn, we'll loot, 
will destroy man's character, all these things that are will, totally against God if it achieves what we want in the end. Well, they'll never get their desired ends because God won't allow it. He'll allow to them to do certain things. So I, that's what's been on my heart, to be honest with you. That might not be popular. That might not be what you're thinking. But that's what I felt the Lord put on my heart. And I wanna, I'm want i praying that God will open people's eyes that are just seemingly doing what is popular. And when I see all the major corporations, the biggest corporate uh, digital uh, power companies, you know, Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, and they're seemingly supporting this movement without knowing where it's leading. They're, they're not doing it, I believe, that because these corporations are doing stuff where most of us partake of them. They're part of our daily lives. We're consumers, right? And so if they're supporting it's like, well, we have to, we have to be in agreement because if we don't, maybe we'll get censored. Maybe we'll get kicked off their platforms, but they're, they're doing it um, to protect. They're not, they're doing it out of their own corporate interests, right? They're, they're not doing it if it's against their interests. They're, they, they think they're going to be going to be on the, um, they're doing what seems right to their corporation. But I think if they're not careful, they may be feeding the beast, Right. And if you appease a mob, you only increase the mob. And then if you're in agreement with the mob, then do you have to meet all the mob's demands? So anyway, these are things to consider before we start to, to support a movement because it's trendy. So God looks at the heart. He does, God knows all of us. He create, yeah, we all have a color of our skin. We all, there's differences, and those are beautiful, and God created diversity. But what links us, what connects us together in unity in Christ, it's the Holy Spirit. It's our hearts. Why I have a brotherhood with Santiago, it's, it's our unity of faith. And we have differences culturally in our background. But what's deeper than those things, those surface level things, those, those superficial things are, is where our foundation of who we are is built upon Christ. And that's who it should be with, and that's with my wife as well, and that's who with anybody who's close in my life that I'm really close with um, is it's the, it's the connection of the spirit. So that's my foundation. And I, I want to close with a, a new Testament story. There were two of disciples of Jesus that were influenced by the antichrist spirit that wanted to hijack Jesus movement real quickly and closing, con- connecting the thought about there's a way that leads that there's a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to death. Right. And quick with it. Before, so we can transition into prayer. So, a lot of people wanted Jesus, of course, including his own disciples. If you're the Messiah, they want him to overthrow Rome, right? They want it. We want you to bring justice to the Jews. They've been oppressed, and we we want a king. We want a king who's going to bring this, you know, restore Israel to its glory on earth. And they 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 didn't understand Jesus. Well, I'm I'm coming. I'm gonna first. I'm coming as a lamb. I'm gonna. I'm going to be a suffering servant. That was the first call of the Messiah, right? Yes, he's a conquering king, but first, his first uh, kingdom to conquer is he's going to take away the power of the evil. He's going to, it's a spiritual kingdom first. And then it's a kingdom that's not just temporal. It's an eternal kingdom. But even Peter, right? Peter, um, Peter was influenced by the evil one. You can read it in Matthew 16, right? 
Jesus rebuked Peter. Jesus says, yeah, I'm G Peter had heard from, you know, he said, Jesus, you're the Messiah. And Jesus praised him, says, you're right. Flesh and blood is not revealed this to you. And then Jesus says, yeah, I'm going to go up to Jerusalem. I'm going to be arrested, beaten, and I'm going to, I'm going to be crucified. And on the third day, I'm going to be raised from the dead. And Peter interrupts him and says, never, Lord, no, Jesus, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're, you're the Messiah. This is, and Jesus, you can read it. Read it for yourself. In Matthew 16, he says, get behind me, Satan. You, have, you do not have in mind the things of God, but only the things of man. You are a stumbling block to me. So you see how the verse in Proverbs, right, connects. Peter was being influenced in that moment. He, he had a way that he that seemed right to him. No, Jesus. Peter was being influenced by a different spirit in that moment, an antichrist spirit, Satan. And he didn't recognize it, but it seemed right to him, but he didn't see where it would end, right? And he wasn't thinking about God. Maybe that's where you are listening. Maybe I see a lot of Christians that are posting and they're, they're not posting about God in, in the, or in the right spirit. They're posting about, yeah, we're going to be, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And, and it's, they're falling into that trap that Peter did. And if they look to the Lord and say, you're not thinking, you're not having in mind the things of God. You're having in mind the things of man right now. And if your eyes were opened up, this path leads to death. So may your eyes be opened up. And so Jesus rebuked them. But Peter didn't repent at first, right? They get up to the Last Supper, and Jesus says, you know, you're all going to leave me, right? And Peter says, no, Lord, I'm never going to leave you. I'll go to death with you. And Jesus says, this very night, you're going to deny you know me three times. And you, we know what happens. He, you keep reading. Peter cut his, takes his own sword, and he still wants to defend in his own, he wants to defend Jesus in his own power. He cuts off the ear of one of the Roman guards. Jesus heals him, and he rebukes Peter again. He said, those who live by the sword shall die by the sword, right? And then Peter runs off, but he still thinks he's still going to save Jesus. And he, he denies he even knows Jesus three times right there. The cowardness came out, and he was in self-preservation mode. Jesus was right. Now, Peter repented. Peter repented. God set him free. And, of course, we know Peter uh, was chosen by God to be the keynote speaker on Pentecost. But he had to overcome the fear of man, trying to please man, and try to do, trying to bring justice in his own power. God is the one who brings justice, and God prefers mercy over justice. Because if we try to do justice in our own hands, we'll only bring more justice. All right, the other one who was influenced by the Antichrist spirit was Judas Iscariot, right? He wanted, he was a zealot. He wanted Jesus to, to do a revolution too, but... But Judas didn't repent, and Judas betrayed Jesus. And then Judas took justice into his own hands in his final act of self-righteousness and hung himself. And it says, of course, that Satan entered Judas. So it's very clear in the text that both were influenced by the Antichrist spirit. And if we're not careful, we can be as well. We can be caught up in a moment what seems right in our human eyes. If we don't take it to God, we'll be led to a path that leads to destruction, that leads to death. So I want to pray for repentance for, for you out there, that if we've got our eyes off of Jesus, that we would redirect our focus. And, and if we, we don't want to be apathetic, no, we want to ask God for justice. 
but he's the one that will bring it, but that our hearts won't get filled with hate. So, Father, right now, those listening, open up their eyes. Open up all their eyes. Lord, spend, send a spirit of repentance and revival. And I pray for those that are caught up in these movements that are leading to death. Those who, who you've called, like Peter, but are being influenced by the Antichrist spirit, Lord. Open their eyes to the evil that has been infiltrated into those movements. Open their eyes to see where it's leading and give them a spirit of contrition like Peter, that where they would repent and turn to you and your will would be done in their lives. Call the prodigals home, Father. We pray for salvation and for your body, your Christians, your sons and daughters who are filled with your Holy Spirit. Help us to just send out a call for revival, for salvation, for on, only true salvation is in, is in the name of Jesus. And you're the only one, Lord, who can bring true justice. So we pray for revival. We pray that, people, that, that there would be great repentance over our leaders uh, of all different worldviews, all different titles. And I thank you for what you're doing, Lord. I, I was blessed to see some of the, the roundtable in, in Dallas with these African-American uh, faith leaders and ministries with, with President Trump. Yesterday, I pray you would help people to see the recording of that online, Lord. That was inspiring. Your name was lifted up at the church of, of Robert Morris in, in Dallas, Lord. I pray for, for more of that, Lord. We do pray, and there's a desire for, for the rogue police officers that are making a bad name for the, the police officers in America, that, that those cops would be exposed and that that, that that would not be tolerated, that police brutality would not be tolerated, Lord. But we pray that those agendas to, to bring chaos and disorder into our society and to bring more death and destruction that you would shut down those voices, you would expose them, and that they would get no further traction, Lord, and they would be exposed as well. We pray for just great stories of reconciliation, of redemption, of revival, and that you would turn this moment, this time of 2020, into a perfect moment of, moment of clarity, where you expose the truth of people's hearts, and people would be unashamed and unafraid to exalt and lift up the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and to worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord, we ask that you would release new songs of worship, new uh, friendships of faith, new connections of ministry, that your body would live for your kingdom, that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven in all of our lives, Lord. And we would not be caught up in these distractions, Lord. And, and that people that are in churches one way or the other that are, are missing the mark about your kingdom and they're getting caught up in man-made political movements that are dangerous and being motivated by an antichrist spirit. They might even use biblical language, but perverting it in the wrong way and twisting it. We ask, Lord, that you would expose that. And those who you have in there, Lord, that are you would convict them to get out, that they would not go down with the ship, that they would not, they would get out of the fire, uh, they would get out before it burns, Lord, to the ground. Thank you, Lord. We trust you. 
we love you. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And Lord, we also pray, Lord, for for any healing out there, Lord, any cancers, any addictions, any back pain in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. Anyone that's watching uh, watching this yes. stream or, or also listening or watching the replay, lift your hands mm. and receive in Jesus' name. Lord, your healing will come. Healing come. And Holy Spirit, just ask any word of knowledge um, about that you want us to speak out, Santiago or I, to a, a person, a specific person that has a specific issue whether it's a physical healing or an addiction that you want to set them free of i ask that you would bring a word of knowledge to us to to, to speak that out right now in jesus name in jesus name lord mm -hmm. and lord uh we pray for anyone out there lord that is seeking help that's looking at the wrong places that they're that for all for for out of nowhere mm -hmm. that they were scrolling yeah. down and they were seeing this stream it could be on twitter it could be on facebook or even on youtube lord touch them yeah heal them. touch them and heal them i just what's coming to me is mental illness and the lord can restore your mind if you're struggling with bipolar disorder manic depressive you know let your foundation be christ meditate on the word of god and be free in Jesus' name, the Lord will give you stability. The Lord is bringing stability to you right now. I just command a spirit of bipolarism uh, to get off of you in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you for restoring. Um, I just feel the sense of a young woman, a woman uh, that really struggles with bipolarism. The, the Lord is bringing equal, equilibrium to your mind. The Lord is bringing uh, peace to your heart in Jesus' name. You have authority in Christ. Stand on his name. Stand on his word. Confess his name and take authority over every attack of the enemy. Put up that shield of faith to quench every fire down to the evil one. The word says it. Be free. Be free, my sister. Be free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, and we break that spirit of fear behind most mm. of mental illness is fear and fear alone. Yeah. We pray that you cast out all fear and you bring faith and love, Jesus. Fear not, yes, young lady. Fear yeah. not. In Jesus' Ooh, amen. name. Woo! Yes. Wow, we're, <laughs> we're going a little bit over time. Not NFL style, but we're going a little bit over time. But wow. <laughs> What a blessing. Um, I want to say thank you very much, Eric Olson. Um, I got to jump into the sports cast, which is like the next hour. Uh, but definitely right, is motivated. <laughs> I'm definitely motivated you, going brother. to the sports cast. <laughs> Amen. Take that energy. Love you all. Uh, oh, wait. One more time, Eric. One more thing. What is the best way to reach you online and how they can support your ministry? Thank you so much. Uh, big changes. Um, JMTD.biz. JMTD stands for Jesus Makes a Difference. Eric at JMTD.biz. This coming week, uh, I, I, in Jesus' name, you, you know, just check the updates. The website, um, Santiago is helping me, and we're going to be making big changes real soon here. And so, yeah, check the website. Email me at Eric at JMTD.biz if you want to reach me personally. Talk also, go to his Facebook page. There are some videos posted recently and very good videos. My wife, me and my wife. Yes. 
April and Eric are definitely doing big things in Idaho, but not just Idaho, nationwide, uh, going across the nation, uh, recently to Indiana, uh, also getting into radio stations, not just on the Insta Bible cast, but also in different channels. But anyways, uh, let's, uh, let's go on with prayer and rejoice in Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for today. We bless everyone out there. Let her rejoice in this uh, precious weekend coming up. In Jesus' name, Eric Olson, God bless you. God bless. Love you all.